talking about all things PV. I'm your host of this episode, Elise Siderby. With an increased focus on diversity in our schools this year, I wanted to take a moment to talk with a member of the group responsible for creating positive change in our schools, Pleasant Valley's Diversity Committee. Joining us today is Mrs. Wheeler, a gym teacher, advisor for the Positive Place Club, and a member of Pleasant Valley's Diversity Committee. Hi there, welcome. Can you describe your role as a member of the diversity committee? How has your passion for diversity in our schools allowed you to be an asset to the group? Um, well, thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> uh, that we Just so you know too, we recently changed our name. Um, so we kind of called it the diversity committee just because we just kind of threw it together. But um, we wanted to make sure that we also represented the like equity and inclusion part of our group so we changed it to aid which is advocates for inclusion diversity and equity um just to kind of better represent everything we're trying to do but um yeah i i my interest um really mainly stems back to my family my husband is african-american and i have three biracial daughters um so just kind of through lived experience i um my world viewpoint has kind of changed because I grew up, I'm a white woman, grew up in a small um, rural Iowa town with very little um, racial diversity. Um, so, you know, kind of strong Midwestern values and um, very like loving everyone, but also not knowing what people in different parts of the U.S. and the world, um, their experiences. So when I um, married into an African-American family, like my worldview was like expanded and it really helped me as a teacher, um, not only with like racial diversity, but any backgrounds that I hadn't experienced, like, whoa, I really need to kind of stop and learn about other people's experiences because that shapes who they are and how they learn. Um, and there were several other teachers um, with that same passion at the school. So we years ago kind of really gradually started having some meetings, doing some in-services for teachers. Um, and then, gosh, I'd say maybe three years ago is when we got, like, meeting. Now we meet almost weekly, if not bi-weekly, for sure, um, just to continue to, um, number one, kind of learn from our students um, what they, how, how the PV culture is for them and if, what ways it's helpful for them, what ways it could be improved um, to be more inclusive and just help everybody learn. Um, so yeah, we've really expanded our work from that kind of humble starts, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Can you describe some of the positive changes that group has made in our yeah. schools? Okay, yeah. Um, some of the things were pretty simple to start with. Um, our committee itself as adults, we spent a lot of time just um, before we took action, making sure we, like educating ourselves, um, identifying kind of what goals we wanted at Pleasant Valley, like what our mission was, um, and then um, getting comfortable with each other because some of these topics can, can be uncomfortable or have a lot of motion attached. 
Um, so we felt like it was important. Our own group had to, you know, kind of work deeply before we took this message to others. Um, and then we also spent a lot of time um, trying to learn from the students. We did focus groups um, with students of diverse racial, religious, um, ethnic backgrounds just to learn about their experiences at PV and any changes they would want. Um, we did a couple surveys of like teachers and students. And then um, one of the first things we did was, this came out of a survey of students, one of the biggest things kids um, felt kind of um, was a way teachers weren't representing who they were was just mispronouncing names you know something as simple as that like and it made me think as a mom like you think you think so much about how what you're gonna name your child and what that means and I'm like oh my gosh like that name means something to everybody so we want to make sure we number one say it right so we um, added a pronunciation thing in the um, grade book for teachers um, some other simple changes that seem simple but made a big difference to people um, we added um, a translation for languages on our website so that families that English isn't their first language can access things. Um, we started oh, kind of over the years, we started the student group called Positive Place so then students could have a place where they could discuss, you know, difficult topics but also try to make the environment of the school more inclusive. Um, and then now we're kind of in the process of, we've done like, um, pop-in in-service stuff, I'd say, trainings to teachers, but we want to make it more, like, formal and progressive um, on top on all kinds of topics of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So speaking of the Positive Place yeah. group, I would love for you to just describe a little bit more about why it was started and how it's brought diversity to the school. So yeah. could you describe that a little bit? I know there is, like, a committee of students from that who yeah. have talked about diversity, but I would just love to hear your perspective as an advisor. Yeah, yeah. um... Well, and this kind of, I mean, we'd always, with the, the teacher group, um, and part of it was, as a teacher group, the majority of our teachers are white. Um, so we were like, well, we don't have much racial diversity <laughs> on our teaching staff. Um, so, and our student population of all kinds of diversity is increasing. So we wanted to make sure we listened to other voices and represented what students wanted. So we'd always tried to have that student group or student voice included. Mm -hmm. And then so we officially kind of started a student group. Um, it really sprang out of the George Floyd incident mm -hmm. um, because we were all at home at that time because of the COVID quarantine. So uh, Mrs. Russell had contacted a few teachers who we'd been meeting and just said, you know, hey, I'm just concerned. This is like a major world event um students of all different backgrounds may not know how to process it may not mm -hmm. have people to talk to about it um may not even know be aware of what's going on um so she wanted to make sure there was a space for students not only for that but any other you know world events you know things that we in america and around the world are um, working through right now um, had a place where they could at least talk to an adult and like okay here's you know here's what happened here's a place you can share your concerns or ask questions 
Um, and so when we were all home, she started a Google Classroom for that. And we kind of started with the students that had been on our focus group, just because those were the ones we knew to initially reach out to. And then it kind of grew from there because they would like talk to other kids or other kids would hear about it. So I guess I have one last question for yeah. you, and that's if you could give advice to PV students in regards to of how to move forward in a way that encourages the creation of a diverse, respectful environment, what would it be? Yeah. I honestly, my okay. biggest thing would be to just listen. Mm -hmm. um, like, I think about, like, my own personal experience. Like, I, I even just asked Kenny that the other day. Like, I, I, I had my lived experience, which was, you know, I don't want to say narrow, but that's all I had. Mm -hmm. And then when I met him, his lived experience was completely different. And there were things I said and did that were probably offensive to him, um, things I, I hadn't learned yet. And he was so, you know, I even asked him, I'm like, why was he so patient with me? And didn't just like, he's like, well, I knew, he goes, I knew you, like you had a good heart. I knew you loved people and wanted to make, help people as much as you could. And you just needed time to learn. And, and he and his family gave me that time to uh, listen and learn. And I think if we, if we can each go into like every, every interaction we have with each other and every relationship we um, build, like go into that with, like you said, like everyone's a human with dignity and respect. And maybe we have differences, but let's find where we're like and learn. And, and when you listen to each other's differences, you might you might be like, wow, like I just respect you so much more now and I learn from you and it, it, it's changed me too. So give yourself that opportunity to not already be divided or think somebody else is a certain way. Give, your, give yourself that opportunity to grow and give that other human that opportunity to grow. And I mean, I, I still believe Pollyanna, Pollyanna or whatever, but like there's more good in this world and pe more people want good. So like, let's, let's, do that together. <laughs> awesome. That's great <laughs> advice. Thank you so much for your yeah. time today. All right. Thank you. Ellie. Pleasant Valley isn't the only high school working to promote diversity and respect for your group, such as Pleasant Valley's Diversity Committee. It will be interesting to see how public high schools across America choose to implement changes to increase respect, inclusion, and diversity in their schools. That's all we have for this episode of Voices of the Valley. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because these halls have so much more to say. Thanks for listening.